0: On this episode of Hit the Deck, what's better than a hockey fight? A hockey fight against cancer, of course.
1: He came up with the great idea that when he was going to get out and healthy again, he's a deck hockey player, so he was going to put some tournaments together to raise
0: funds for the Jewish General Hospital, and he did. And we got some big orange balls and more tournaments than you can shake a stick at.
1: Yeah, if, if you guys want to, by all means, you have my blessing, but there's no way in heck... I'm going down there to play with you guys.
0: Plus, an environmentally sustainable NHL franchise is being locally sourced in the Pacific Northwest.
1: There should be like the Seattle Recyclers or something. Yeah,
0: all this and more coming up right now. And theme. And the
1: home of
0: to episode 118 of the Hit the Deck podcast, where we talk deck hockey, street hockey, ball hockey, it's hockey in sneakers. And I am here once again talking to you, our dear listener. We are oh so very happy to be back here on a regular basis chatting with you. I mean, it's kind of a one-sided conversation because we're doing the talking and you're doing the listening you could conceivably talk over us, but we wouldn't be able to hear you because you're listening to this at some point after we record it. So you understand how podcasts work, I would assume, because you are an intelligent person. And that's why you listen to Hit the Deck. Am I right? Am I right? Ha 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 I'm sorry. I should be better than this. You deserve better than this. Anyway, I feel like with, with those auditory sins that I've just committed, I should introduce myself. So... For once, I am going to jump right into the starting lineup for this podcast because, you know, that's what a pro would do, and I try to be better than I actually am. So, for tonight's starting lineup, in goal as ever, I am number 35, your American Rhino, Gary McComiskey, and, of course, my stalwart, valiant, oh-so-responsible co-host. On defense, number four, I'm James this is a jay z How you doing there, James? Thanks for asking, but no comment. How are you? I'm okay, thank you. I just survived jury duty. Yes, thank God that you weren't on the uh,
1: El Chapo jury duty, so I'm glad that uh, you made it back. But How did it go?
0: Uh, It was a giant waste of everybody's time. Yes. I was there for four days in total. The first day was selection. I wound up in the first pool called of the day, and I, I, I wound up on the case, and then uh i can talk about it now although it's not really worth listening to so i'll just kind of give you the highlights well there were no highlights but i'll give you the 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 short version it was a hit and run that occurred here in my native queens and um so basically there's you may not know this james and the listener may not know this of course For many of our listeners who do not live in the New York area, this will be irrelevant, but, you know, it might help somebody. There is apparently an agency that New York State created, a not-for-profit agency that stands in as the proxy for uh, hit-and-run victims. So, basically, if you have been the victim of a hit-and-run and and you cannot identify the driver of the vehicle that hit you, you can bring a lawsuit against this not-for-profit agency And if the lawsuit is found in your favor, then they will compensate you for whatever damages this driver did to you. Can that go for uh, deck hockey, too? Because there
1: have been a couple of times when I've been run over and an opposing player just kept going. So is
0: that uh, an option? No, I think you might want to take that one up with John or uh, (laughs) whoever did the the running in that case. No, I I don't I don't believe uh, this is uh, restricted solely to motor vehicle accidents, unfortunately. But uh, the, the the super short version is that the woman who allegedly suffered the hit and run, she was not entirely credible. And I don't think that's her fault. Her lawyer was awful. She really deserved better than than him. He did her no favors. And I think if she had an even halfway decent lawyer, then we would have at least considered awarding her something. But as it was, it just her story didn't match up with what we were being told and it didn't didn't entirely make sense she said that the the car hit her and sped off but it dropped the license plate but she never like thought about picking up the license plate she just like the 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 opposing lawyer asked her about it and she's like no i i didn't i had nothing to do with the license plate and it's it's like look you got to give us something lady and so uh, we felt bad but we we had to dismiss the case because there was really nothing credible that that found to you know worthy to proceed with the the case to the damages portion wow but i was there for four days so uh one day of selection two days of actual trial which easily could have been done in in less than a day and then uh it's funny we finished up we our, our deliberations took quite a while because there was a couple of holdouts but uh eventually we we had enough people to go on but it was right. it was close to 5 p.m. when we finished up, and apparently the office downstairs, the jury office was in the process of closing and could not process us out. So we all had to come back the next day just to get processed out and that took two hours. So oh
1: goodness. So it's not like Perry Mason or Miracle on 34th Street or all those uh, crazy law and order shows. It's not glamorous and no.
0: No. I mean, this was a civil case. <laughs> if it was criminal, it might have been, but this was not, sadly. Man, oh, man, that, that is amazing.
1: You had to come back just to get processed out. Good gravy.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I got another day off of work out of it, so.
1: <laughs> I don't know. That, that's real, that, to me, that doesn't really count as
0: a day off. But,
1: I mean, know, I, if my manager is listening,
0: I, I had to spend another day at jury
1: duty. Yeah, that, 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 that's punishment. Well, <laughs> my point of view. But anyway, that, that's just my opinion. <laughs> Any judges out there listening, I apologize.
0: Anything interesting happened to you along those lines this week, James? No. Okay. Well, that's concise. Hey, you know what, James? <laughs> I, I'm gonna I'm gonna lift your spirits a little bit because you sound like you could use it. I have a brand new special segment for you, just that I came up with off the top of my head earlier today, just for you. It's a it's a brand new segment that we may very well never do again, but. I came across a bit of information and I decided to share it. So this, uh, this bit of information that I came across today, uh, th- this is going to be our, uh, our word of the week. And um, James, today's word of the week is Yankee. Yankee is the word of the week. And what I'm going to tell you about that word is its etymology, where it came from. Yankee, the word, comes from the Dutch Yanka. Uh, which uh, literally translates to Little John. However, the uh, colloquial understanding of the term Yankee originally was essentially dumb hick. So when you hear the word Yankee, you can associate that with dumb hick because that is the implication when you use that word. I thought apropos of nothing, you might enjoy that. So uh, there you go, James. That's your word of the week. (laughs) Thank
1: you. That is also the one word that I never say because it's worse than the F word or N word or any other uh, abbreviated word people use when they can't say the horrible word itself.
0: So anyway, I, I, uh, <laughs> is there anything else that you'd care to discuss or, or uh, in, enjoy conversation about before we proceed to the actual podcast? No, I think, uh, I think we're good to go. Thank you. All right. Sure. You know, I, I like to spread the love around. And just in the interest of giving credit where it's due, I learned that on the Today I Found Out YouTube channel. So it's not like they're a sponsor or anything, but I've watched a a number of their videos and they have a wide variety of very interesting topics, which they post, I believe, daily or near daily. And so, uh, you know, if you are interested in finding out stuff about stuff, check out the Today I Found Out YouTube channel.
1: Thank you, Professor American Rhino. Yeah, you got
0: it. All right. Well, that being said, James, it might behoove us to jump into the podcast proper. Yes? Aye, aye, Captain. Well, in that case, could I convince you, sir, to please tell us what is on deck for this podcast? No convincing necessary.
1: Thank you. We all can fight cancer. The NHL devotes the entire month of November to bringing awareness to fight and beating cancer. That important cause is greatly supported in the deck hockey world, too. Big doings in North Carolina deck. Friends of the podcast, Kevin Frost and Lou Harvitan, have been very busy with their great deck hockey leagues while HTD was hibernating. We hope to have those fine gentlemen back on to fill us in themselves, but in the meantime, the American Rhino and I have the update. And Seattle thanks the American Rhino. It's no coincidence that Seattle wins the NHL expansion bid after the American Rhino visited the city a couple of times. Unfortunately, Quebec gets shut
0: out again. They need a visit from Gary. And that's what's on deck. Thank you, James. You're welcome, sir. Are you suggesting I should go off to French Canada? Well, you know,
1: we we talked about when the Vegas Golden Knights became the Vegas Golden Knights a couple of years ago that uh, Quebec was in the hunt for being awarded the expansion draft city. We oui, wee oui. uh, Quebec. Yeah, They they really put a great effort together and the fans support and all that. And, 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 and it really looked like it was going to happen. But the NHL, I don't know if they had a crystal ball or whatever the case was, but they knew that Vegas was just going to be an incredible jackpot, if you will. So then fast forward to now, I guess because there's an off balance of teams in the West, they needed to bring another team over there. And Seattle somehow won the bid. I don't know if Quebec was in it again, but our heart goes out to those wonderful fans out there. C'est since they tragique.
0: Lost. I don't yeah, even know if that's lost. actual French.
1: Oh, it sounds good since they lost to the Nordiques so many years ago when they became the Avalanche. But anyway, um, so yeah, so Seattle it is, and um, looking forward to that.
0: Yes, I dare say moving that Quebec franchise was a real deek move. <laughs> good one. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. I'll be here all week.
1: But uh, yeah, to lead things off, As we said last podcast that and I'm sure every hockey fan knows this, that November was the NHL's NHL fights cancer month. And uh, so deck hockey, they are just as uh, aware of that horrible disease and trying to beat it as the NHL is. So usually we follow suit as duck players will follow suit for the, the NHL because that's the best league in the world and uh, they have a lot of uh, really great tournaments as we've talked about in the past on on this podcast and fundraising tournaments and so on and so forth so back in September in uh, Manitoba Canada there were a couple of deck hockey tournaments devoted to uh, bringing fundraising through the fight against cancer and um, the fund supported the Canadian Cancer Society so on September 15th and September 22nd in their local arenas Boy, Savin, I believe is how you pronounce the uh, the city, which I did look up, by the way. Sure. And so, <laughs> if, if, if I mispronounced that, blame blame. What was that site you were talking about? Boy, Savin. Sorry.
0: No. Yeah, uh, today I found out was the, the YouTube <laughs> channel that I was um, referring to. That yeah, I was referencing earlier. Thank you.
1: I, I, I just googled it, so apologies. And and the other city was uh, Deloraine. Uh, and so september 15th was the boy savin tournament and september 22nd was the deloraine tournament and it seemed to be a pretty big success i tried to find out how it went how the tournaments went but did not unfortunately so um, in the meantime if i do find out i'll definitely post those uh, updates on our instagram and twitter and facebook and all that fun stuff
0: Now, James, I know this is a, you know, hockey fights cancer is a thing. Is this related to Movember or is it kind of independent of that and just sort of around the same time?
1: That's a really good question. I don't. Yeah. It seems like every month has a devotion to something now. Yeah. Like October, for example, as an Italian American, that is the month, obviously, with with Columbus Day being in October. And then I think that's also Breast Cancer Awareness Month, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it is. Yeah, and a couple of other things. So I know that I,
0: because the WWE has, like, pink ropes and associates itself with Susan G. Komen every year in October. That's
1: awesome. That, that's really well done on them. Uh,
0: beg to differ, but that's, that's, oh. that's for another podcast.
1: Sorry. Or
0: perhaps um, not for another podcast.
1: I fell for another McMahon scheme. Stupid me. No, it's, it's not
0: him. It's Susan G. Komen has a reputation for... I mean, whatever. This oh, the, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. This isn't the time, but it's, it's Sorry. let's just say they could do better things with their philanthropy.
1: Fair enough. Thank you, sir. So I don't think Movember had anything to do or just coincidence, I assume. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, any good causes for people's health should be at the fore. Sure. Sir. Of
0: course. Yes, absolutely.
1: So my big long roundabout answer is
0: I don't know. All right. Fantastic. (laughs) Never give a direct answer when a long roundabout answer will do. I was hoping to come up with the answer somehow
1: or maybe, you know, just stretch, stretch, keep going. Yeah, read your body language and maybe get the answer from you somehow. But it it didn't work, so I'm sorry. (laughs) Reach
0: around back behind. You'll keep digging around. You'll find that answer somewhere.
1: Yeah, like when uh, we're deep in the crease and I'm trying to dig out the puck from going over the line. But unfortunately, it still goes anyway. But um,
0: Uh yeah,
1: Uh, so then there was other tournaments going on, too, much more recently that we know of, at least, uh, Deck Hockey World. It was the third annual Tongue-in-Cheek Ball Hockey Tournament in Mount Royal, Montreal. And I believe that was on Saturday,
0: December 1st. Better than ball increase. (laughs) Very well said. I mean, just speaking as a goalie. That's right.
1: And this was uh, to raise funds for Jewish General Hospital. Uh,
0: My wife watches the secular General Hospital. I wasn't aware that there was a Hebraic version.
1: Yeah, up in Canada, apparently there is, or at least one. And it's a really amazing story, too. A 24-year-old deck hockey player named Eric Heft Mm -hmm. was diagnosed with cancer. Somehow or other, he had a lump on his tongue, and it was cancerous. Mm. And uh, yeah, being that young really obviously frightened him and his family and his good friends. Certainly as it would anybody. And he was admitted to Jewish General Hospital. And he said that, quote, their care was unbelievable, second to none. And when they helped him beat it, he's cancer free, thank God, and hopefully he will remain that way. He promised to give back. And as he was in the hospital, he overheard nurses saying that they needed funding for equipment and and for doing more research and doing so on and so forth to help out as many people as possible and, and stay in business. And so he came up with a great idea that when he was going to get out and healthy again, he's a deck hockey player. So he was going to put some tournaments together to raise funds for the Jewish General Hospital. And he did.
0: Now, th- this is going to sound like I'm trying to be funny. I swear I'm not. Were they able to save his tongue?
1: Uh, as a matter of fact, excellent question. Uh, part of Eric's tongue had to be removed mm. as well as his lymph nodes but his tongue had been reconstructed, so...
0: Wow, I yeah, didn't know that was possible.
1: It, it's it's really, truly amazing how far we've come with uh, battling this horrible disease, and, and because it, it attacks every part of your body. Sure. And the research that's gone into it, and the great doctors and, and researchers that have, have combated it, uh, and the technology is so much better now, that a lot of times if people were diagnosed with X cancer for whatever, now... In, at least in 2018 and hopefully in the near future that uh, a lot of those people that probably would have died or whatever are saved now and don't have to go through horrible things like, uh, you know, the chemotherapy and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's pretty amazing. I never heard of that either to, to reconstruct your tongue mm. of all things. So um, really wonderful work. Great people. Uh, all around. And and that's, uh, you know, God bless Eric Heft and the people and the doctors and nurses that saved him and took care of him. And uh, so the the funny thing with the third annual tongue in cheek ball hockey tournament is that the team names all have to do with some parts that are unfortunately parts of the body that are struck by cancer. Mm -hmm. So sense of humor is a great way to combat and and get through life. And they definitely uh, took it a, a step there and uh quote of Eric here is we have team thyroid, larynx, tongue, palate, sinuses, esophagus, and pharynx hmm, <laughs> so those are the teams that competed in the uh tongue in cheek ball hockey tournament
0: what's the pharynx i don't I can't remember
1: I'm going to look that up now because before I answer that with a roundabout answer, let me look that up
0: <laughs> all right and ping. <laughs> I say bing because that's the search engine that James prefers, which you'll know if you're a long-time listener of the podcast. I was doing a bit. It was like bing because James was using, I would assume, it's it's not worth it. Keep going. Keep going. So, yeah,
1: the pharynx is a membrane-lined cavity between the nose and mouth connecting to the esophagus.
0: All right. Great. Yeah.
1: (laughs) We're full of
0: information in this podcast, aren't we? I mean, that's the only reason I can possibly think of for people to listen to it, so... You know, because we are always so very informative.
1: Yes, sir. And uh, so with about 70 players, uh, there was a bake sale and a raffle. They expected to add significantly to the $15,000 raise for the Jewish General Hospital in the first two years of the tournament. And Eric plans to add to that total for many years to come. And best of luck to him and everybody involved.
0: Yes, sir. Good luck to you, Eric. And James, if I'm not mistaken... That's not the only tournament that we have that's deck hockey related to talk about.
1: You are again correct, sir. Ha ha!
0: I'm on a roll! Let's see. Where else might we talk about? What, what other areas has this podcast focused on for, uh, for, for, for deck hockey related tournaments?
1: Yeah, our really dear, dear, wonderful friends, Kevin Frost and Lou Harvitan, they have their hands full with some great things going on in their respective leagues. So we'll start off with Lou. Cool. With the Charlotte Street Hockey, and if you go check out their uh, Facebook page, all this information is there for you. But in the meantime, Charlotte Street Hockey, as uh, Gary was saying, they have their almost winter classic coming up, and it was supposed to be... The first weekend of December, but Mother Nature thought otherwise, so they had to push it back to December 15th, so they're ready to go with that.
0: I got to um, tell you, James, I, I I don't know what the weather is like in Charlotte right now, but here in New York, you can just go ahead and call it the winter classic. There you go. Because, uh, you know, it's here. It, winter, winter has come. It it came quickly and with a vengeance. It came just the same, yes. <laughs> yes, somehow or other. <laughs>
1: Did you, and, uh, uh, oh, this sorry. Is the,
0: no, no, this is completely out of left field, but in my defense, you brought it up. Have you seen the new Grinch, any, any the, the new Grinch movie? No,
1: but my brother and uh, Godson did.
0: What did they think? Well, my brother, and I
1: think he'd be speaking for myself, didn't like it, but my nephew did. So he's seven, uh, Matthew, and he loves the original Grinch, the, the oh, 60s cartoon. Good for him. Yeah. He, not a big fan of the Jim Carrey movie, which I completely hate mm. in 2000. But um I guess this new cartoon maybe was a better version of the two thousand long movie. So he liked it. He all said right. it
0: was good. My eight year old daughter wants to see it. We have not as yet. Um I mean, I, I really all I know about it is what I've seen in the commercials. I know Doctor Strange is voicing the Grinch, but uh, I'm
1: yeah. glad you brought that up, yeah, because Matthew was really disappointed that he didn't have a deep growly voice. <laughs>
0: Yeah, well, there was only one Boris Karloff.
1: That's right. So, uh, yeah, but um, uh, he, my nephew recommends it, so
0: all right. Well, yeah, then good to know.
1: <laughs> there you go. So maybe your daughter will uh, will like it as well. Hopefully,
0: we shall see.
1: So, getting back to uh, Charlotte, yeah. Uh, so not only do they have the Almost Winter Classic coming up. And we hope to have Lou on in the near future to tell us all about it. But Charlotte Street Hockey is now put in an application to be a nonprofit organization, and they're not just going to be a pickup league; they're going to be an official league. And with all that going on, this is all going to start in uh, January of uh, 2019. Obviously, the heck you coming said. right up. Yes, they have even changed their logo and their name, and their new logo is really awesome, by the way. So it's now the C. S H L. Mm. And uh, definitely check those guys out. Um, Really cool. Great, great people because Lou's involved with it and I really love the new logo. It's awesome. And so best of luck to those guys and and the tournament. I hope it's a big success and everybody be safe and play well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, anytime you can play deck hockey, it's a, it's a good time in my experience, at least in the beginning, sometimes it becomes a less good time (laughs) depending on how the game goes. But uh you know, uh, in all seriousness, you know, good luck. Congratulations to you, Lou, and everybody in the now CSHL. And, uh, you know, have a great tournament. You know, play well. And uh, this is just a little, little spoiler for later in the podcast. But uh, just a quick reminder to everybody in that tournament, don't be that guy. Well said, sir.
1: Thank you. So, yeah, so let's go uh, <laughs> let's go shift over to Raleigh and the Raleigh Street Hockey League. And uh, they have a tournament coming up February 9th. 2019 and that's the Ironman tournament as uh, Kevin has told us about in podcasts past and he's even invited Gary and I and the uh, LIQ to participate in the Ironman but um, Numerous if times. you guys yeah if, if you guys want to by all means you have my blessing but there's no way in heck I'm going down there to play with you guys because I don't remember the last time I played deck hockey And I haven't worked out in a long time. Um, So Lord knows. uh, I don't even think I'd be able to drive down to Carolina. I'm in such bad shape. Anyhow.
0: Well, at this point, I don't know if I will be able to play deck hockey again until the new year. So because December is just that busy. So I I like I'd love to, but I'm not committing to anything right now either. Sorry, Kevin.
1: Yeah. But uh, again, thank you, Kevin. Sincerely, thank you for the invite. We appreciate it very much. Um, and again, best of luck to you and the tournament. I hope it's another great success and we will put a link to all of that information for the Ironman, which, uh, Kevin has already, and his great staff have already put up really very slick website devoted to it, a whole page with all of the information you need to know about the rules and and number of players and so on and so forth. And, uh, it's really exciting. It's, It's such a great tournament. And it goes on literally all day, so they have it scheduled roughly, as he has in parentheses, from 12.30 p.m. to 11 p.m. So just about 12 hours of hockey nonstop, and that's, like Gary said, just a beautiful thing. So that's what's going on with our good friends in Charlotte Street Hockey and Raleigh Street Hockey.
0: Yeah, all right. Well, you know, there's, there's some good hockey down south, and uh, get on that if you're in that area. And if you haven't already, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast and you're in that area and you haven't already jumped on one of these leagues, like I don't even what are you even doing here? Like, seriously, but like, just get on that. Yes. Listen
1: to the American Rhino. He knows what he's talking about.
0: Well, let's not go that far.
1: Well, apparently you have some pull. I mean, the city of Seattle is uh, reaping the benefits of that.
0: Yeah, that, that might be more coincidental than uh, anything I, I happen to do. I appreciate that you're giving me the credit for this, but I, I really, I, it was like two years ago that I went out there at this point. I re- really don't think that I can take credit for anything now at this point.
1: But the devotion of the American Rhino was he still recorded the podcast, even though he was about 3,000
0: miles away from home. Did did we actually successfully record that podcast? I know we tried, but I, I don't think we actually were able to to get one out the door.
1: Yeah, you did. You you spliced it together because Lord knows the connection was horrible. But uh, yeah, we, you you made it happen.
0: Hey, you and the cap'n make it happen. And don't you forget <laughs> it. My wife often tells me that I watched way too much television growing up. Oh, so did I. I mean, I mean yeah, what, what's way too much? <laughs> she's, she's now come into the room to reinforce that uh, <laughs> for me, to agree with my quoting of her previously. I guess essentially to agree with herself.
1: For all you future husbands out there, or current husbands, the American Rhino follow his lead. He's a he's a great guy, and uh, he'll make your life a lot easier and better if you just follow his lead. So, good job, American Rhino.
0: Also, find creative ways to say yes, dear, because they don't always <laughs> respond to that one well.
1: There you go. So. But. Uh, n- yeah, next time you're in Seattle, you know, maybe uh, stick around until the 2021-2022 NHL season because that's when their new expansion team will play for the first time.
0: I don't think my company will pay for me to stay out there that long, nor would I yeah, want to. Yeah, we still to. have to go to – No, no offense, enough. Seattle. Like, it, it's fine. It's fine. But no thank you.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm amazed how uh, soccer you know, is so popular out there with um, major league soccer – and obviously football, but that's an open arena. And from what I know, it's always raining in Seattle. So that's pretty impressive. So a sport like hockey just makes sense. And the Mariners play in a dome, um, so that's cool. So when it's raining, they can still play ball and not worry about it. But uh, you also mentioned their obsession with recycling. Yes. Now, that's all cool and important, obviously, and I'm not uh, ragging on that, but, um, we don't know what the team name is going to be yet, but there is a list of names out there that, uh, I, I don't know if they have a council looking to have a vote on them or if these finalists are even going to potentially be one of those names will be the official team name, Mm. but, um, Looking at the list, and we'll go over it real quick. Is I don't see anything about recycling there. There should be like the Seattle Recyclers or something. But.
0: Yeah, the the, the it, it's going to be like the green something like uh, the Green Miles or something like uh, the I don't. That's not that's a completely different thing. But like the the Green <laughs> Monster is 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 something else from another place in another sport. So that wouldn't work. Uh, But, yeah, it it should probably be something green because that's that's their whole thing. You know, I I haven't been at, like I said, two years ago is when I was there, but like the whole city was under construction. So maybe like the the green builders. No, that's a stupid name. Um, (laughs) The the (laughs) um, I don't know. (laughs) I'm I'm bad at this. All right, well, that's why they have a vote. That's why Um, they don't ask me to name things. Right there. Well, one name that
1: is not on the list either is one that's really near and dear to our hearts, as a matter of fact, speaking of baseball, as you uh, and I brought up before. Uh Way back when, a little over 100 years ago, the Pacific Coast Hockey Association, there was a professional team named the Seattle Metropolitans. Huh. And hockey.
0: The heck you said
1: yeah, and they are an amazing, they have a, an amazing piece of history to uh, their team that they are the first team in the United States to win the Stanley Cup. Wow. Yeah, in 1917, they won Lord Stanley's Cup by beating the uh, Montreal Canadiens.
0: Yeah, take that, Habs. More like, <laughs> but, uh, more like the Hab-Nots. Am I, <laughs> I'm, no, I'm sorry. That's another, I, no, I said I was going to be better than that. I, 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 I apologize for lying to you, dear people. We're one and
1: one in Montreal now. At least we oh, had the first deck hockey story about Montreal. So now we took, took one back, but anyway, so plus or minus is even oh. for, uh, from the city of Montreal in this podcast.
0: Actually, James, did uh, you know uh, you, you actually probably did know, but you, the listener may very well not have known this. There's every reason for you not to know this. There is actually another connection between Seattle and the Metropolitans. And that is that in 1969, the New York Metropolitans, famously the Miracle Mets, won the World Series. And they have the distinction of having the only World Series trophy to list the Seattle Pilots, which was the first year for a major league Baseball team, the Seattle Pilots. They only lasted one year, and then they moved to Milwaukee and became the Brewers. So, uh, so, 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 there's your second metropolitan Seattle connection right there.
1: Your well metro done.
0: link. Well done, sir. That excellent. Thank you. Yeah, Seattle. Uh, I, I, I wish this franchise to be named Luck because, unfortunately, they don't seem to have a lot of it with, with their sports franchises. You know they. Obviously, they lost the Metropolitans at some point. The Seattle Pilots, uh, as I just mentioned, left after a season. The Supersonics are no more. I know that one still hurts. You know, the, the, the Seahawks, I guess, are still going strong, although they did lose that Super Bowl, which was unfortunate. But yeah, they're, they're <laughs> Seattle, you know, seems to kind of be facing an uphill battle with their sports team. So I do wish you luck.
1: Yeah, all valid points, American Rhino. Thank you. Uh, so, yeah, so so going along the list of uh, possible team names, they start off with the Seattle Cougars. Mm, pass. Seattle Eagles. Mm, mm-mm. Now, here come the green things that the American Rhino didn't know of this list, by the way. So he's on to something here. The Seattle Emeralds.
0: Okay, maybe, maybe.
1: The Seattle Evergreens. No. <laughs> This one I like. The Seattle Firebirds. Has nothing to do with anything, but Firebirds I I, I love the car.
0: Yeah, I guess there's no plural for Phoenix. <laughs> no good plural because that <laughs> that that's essentially the same thing, but to me it sounds cooler. But okay, I got gotcha. you.
1: True, true. The Seattle Kraken. Yes, as in the Yes. Uh,
0: <laughs> no, you don't have to sell me on it. Yes. Okay. Okay. I think we have a
1: winner. Then there's the Seattle Rainers, which I think were a minor league baseball team, if I'm not mistaken.
0: Uh, I don't. Maybe. But I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, Uh, Obviously, I'm the supreme arbiter of what this team is going to be called. So, so, but (laughs) 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 yeah, please. Sorry. Keep going. That's Yeah, it's fine.
1: Seattle Renegades. Okay.
0: Okay. That sounds like a minor league team to me, but okay.
1: Agreed. And uh, and here's one that's trying to connect. I assume with the football team, the Seattle Sea Lions. Mm.
0: Well, no.
1: <laughs> then they go. Then they go. The Seattle Seals.
0: Is that like supposed to be uh, some like connection to California from the the the, the Golden Seals? Right years ago.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right, With uh, in the 60s with, with the expansion NHL team.
0: Yeah, I don't like it. Mm.
1: Now, this, I don't know what this is. Seattle eyes? I don't know if that's an animal or something. Spell that, please. <laughs> Spelled like sock eyes.
0: S-O-C-K-E-Y-E-S. That sounds like a team of domestic abusers. Pass. <laughs> or Muppets or some sort. I don't know.
1: Uh, Seattle Totems. Okay.
0: Do they have like a strong Native American culture there?
1: I don't know, but the totem pole doesn't seem very athletic to me. Uh, And then finally, the Seattle whales. mm,
0: Okay. I like the Kraken. Okay. We have a winner. Yes. Release the Kraken. (laughs)
1: Absolutely. And uh, so, yeah, so they have some planning to do and uh, big shoes to fill. And also a huge shadow to overcome with the enormous success of the Vegas Golden Knights. So good luck to Seattle and uh, looking forward to it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's so many teams as it is. I'm 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 happy for the fan base if if they really do have the passionate fans to support a team out there. But I just how many more NHL teams do we need at this point? Yeah, that's a very
1: good question, and going back to the mid-90s and stuff like that, uh, or even up until almost recently, that the NHL was talking about expanding too much and then maybe contracting, and now all of a sudden, they're just going whole hog with with 32 teams now.
0: All right. Well, I mean, I'm sorry, Quebec, but I think the end is full at this point. Yeah, I mean, that was good to get Winnipeg back
1: and uh, get some some more Canadian teams involved with, with their sport and the NHL being, again, the, the best league in the world. So, I don't know. And and, and as we talked about before, how uh, the, the Coyotes made an amazing comeback because they were bankrupt. So, they're doing something right. Credit to the NHL for doing a good job and uh, obviously doing very well up in Canada, but to get a foothold in America, obviously we have crazy fans like Gary and I are and, and millions of others. So, we're still kind of treated like The, yeah, you you know, fourth major sport, but not really, you know, hockey's for Canadians and blah, 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 and all that nonsense. But they've got the TV contracts going. Uh, They've really been at the fore with uh, getting on um, all sorts of tablets and smartphones and computers and stuff so you could watch and view. And even the arenas themselves are all state of the art. So the jerseys are cool, and, and the colors are awesome, and they're, they're doing great. So uh, that, that's what we love to see, the NHL. As long as it's healthy and has a nice, bright future ahead of it, we're all happy.
0: Yeah, and just to kind of bring things back around, on, on that point, you talked about fans, passionate fans. I remember from my time there, I looked this up since I was out there, Seattle does have a, a thriving deck hockey community, so, like, I, I unfortunately I, I wanted to try and hang out with those guys a little bit, but unfortunately, they at least at the time only played on Saturday, and I, that's when I was flying home, so I wasn't able to link up with them. But yeah, there are definitely hockey fans out there. So hopefully, this team will be successful on their back, if nothing else, and if this team does become successful, it can only help to grow. You know, we've seen it in, in plenty of other markets. A, you know, thriving ice hockey team can definitely go a long way to bolster the surrounding deck hockey community. So, you know, I I, I see this as a good thing for Seattle, all kidding aside. And uh, I, I can't wait to see how this thing grows and, and where it goes. So uh, finally, before we wrap up, we will return to our favorite new segment. And that, of course, is going to be this week in Gritty. This week in Gritty. So what on earth has our favorite orange wacko been up to <sighs> this week? Uh, you may think, oh, doesn't Gritty ever take a week off? Well, maybe in the off season, but... But not not at present because, oh, doctor. Yeah, he's been up to some stuff. (laughs) So first off, right right off the top, I think it's possible Gritty is actually in the wrong sport. What? I know it sounds crazy. I know he's the mascot for the Philadelphia Flyers, but it's possible he should be the mascot for the Harlem Globetrotters because recently at a Rutgers college basketball game, Gritty hit a half-court shot and dropped down in a split like it was nothing and then just kind of sauntered off the court like nothing happened. I'm impressed. Yeah. I mean, that. The, uh, say what you will about Gritty, and we have said many, many, many things, all well-deserved. But uh, apparently he's a pretty good athlete. Uh, I
1: would have never guessed it. Get out of Jersey, by the way. Uh, I'm sure Superfan Sue isn't going to appreciate that.
0: I, I, you know, I mean, I know there are a lot of negative stereotypes about orange Americans, but I, I think, I think Gritty is, uh, you know, he, he's better than we've given him credit for, at least as an athlete. Does that mean he's probably going to
1: pop up at, or whatever, Pack Bell Park, I was going to call it Veteran Stadium. That's, uh, I'm dating myself there. We're, is that uh, what where they the, call it
0: now? I don't even know. I don't
1: know what we, yeah, what do we stupid naming rights with, where the Phillies play? Is he going to? Pop up during baseball season and like, try and step on the Philly fanatics toes. Those big, big toes. Well,
0: he's already been there. He's he. he oh. uh I think one of the early things we reported on in, in uh, you know, the, the with the gritty talk, it might have been in our first episode talking about gritty or, or the second one was about how he was, you know, hanging out with the Philly fanatic.
1: I didn't pay attention. I'm sorry.
0: That's all right. Um, <laughs> I don't I don't listen to this podcast. Yeah. No, that's fair. I, I no reason you should. So uh, he also has been doing a little bit of cosplay, and uh, uh, he he tweeted a picture of himself dressed up as, I assume, LL Cool J. Although in this case it was LL Cool G. He's in this like black. It looks like a bucket cap and uh, and some kind of jacket with like a big dollar sign chain around his neck and he's posing in front of a graffiti wall like straight out of the 90s so um also he tweeted can someone please explain what a 90s is so uh i don't know gritty gritty is 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 having some fun with forces that he does not wholly understand i think
1: no and and i wouldn't mess with ll cool j and and plus he's from new york (laughs)
0: ll
1: Uh uh-huh (laughs) So I don't think he's going to appreciate that.
0: All right. And finally, this is, this is perhaps the scariest thing of all. And this is not so much a story of something that Gritty did as it is a story about Gritty's reach. And uh, this one comes from a radio personality from New Jersey 101.5, which uh, just as an aside, I have many memories of driving to my cousin's house in New Jersey on those long trips on the turnpike. Uh, on the weekends, New Jersey 101.5 would play oldies, and I have, I have many, many great memories of sitting in the car and listening to that station during those trips. And, and on the rare occasions when we would be driving there or home during the week, being very upset that they weren't playing oldies because I think it was just like a news station or something during the week. So that was, uh, you know, eh, the things you remember. Anyway, this comes from Jeff Domensky, who I guess is a radio personality there. And uh, so apparently he was putting his children to bed one night and uh, his 11 his year old daughter was very excited indeed about Christmas. And it was her bedtime, so, you know, she she could not really engage in her Christmas glee to the fullest extent, but her father, he he extended an olive branch to her and he said, my young daughter, we have very precious little time, but there's one thing we can do to sate your Christmas love. He didn't use these words, I'm paraphrasing. And why don't we have a contest to see who can draw the best picture of Santa in 30 seconds? And so... Father and daughter squared off in this contest of Yuletide art skills, and my word, I I regret to tell you that the picture that the daughter drew was less resembling of a a certain jolly old elf and looked an awful lot like a big orange gremlin in a Santa hat.
1: Oh, no. I thought you were going to say the father is a goof, but, but the daughter?
0: yes. Yes, it's spreading. His 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 dark influence is spreading to the youth and corrupting the youth of America. Oh, we're doomed! It's it's only a matter of time now, James. Oh <laughs> If if there are people that you love, tell them so, because the end times truly are nigh. it, it, it is it, it is but a matter of time before our dark lord Gritty ends us all. And that was this week in Gritty. This, this week. week. <laughs> don't say that you weren't warned last minute remaining in the podcast thank you pops oh i i think it's time that we get out of here we've 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 had times we have you and i james but those times are at an end, and end now sadly tragically but before we do end and before gritty ends us all it is incumbent upon me to provide you with some thank yous because that's what we do, credit where it's due here on the podcast. Thank you, Pops, for being the voice of said podcast. Thank you to Anthony Sejazi for providing us with music used in the podcast, the LIQ for sound effects. Thank you always to you, dear listener, for listening to the Hit the Deck podcast because without you there is no us. And, of course, if you do enjoy this podcast for whatever reason, we encourage you to subscribe on whatever podcasting platform you generally prefer to use we should be there if we're not there let us know you can email us at hit the deck at gmail.com or you can go ahead and tweet at us at hit the deck pod and of course on facebook and instagram we are at hit the deck and uh we have a youtube channel as well we are hit the deck podcast there on the use and tubes <clears throat> um james uh, is there anything that you'd care to add here uh, at the end of the podcast
1: Thank you for that. Um, Yeah, please, again, if you're interested in playing deck and you're in the uh, area, go check out Columbus Deck Hockey Association, uh, the Charlotte Street Hockey for now, and the Raleigh Street Hockey League. And uh, of course, if you're in the New York area, check out the LIQ and thanks for listening.
0: Yes, thank you. Thank you ever so much. So, uh, of course, on that note, I would like to leave you off as ever with this sentiment. And that is namely that whether you are, are, are fighting and playing hockey to support a, a good cause or whether you are just, you know, out there tournamenting for the fun of it, And for the honor and glory of the Weekend Warrior, whether you are excited because you finally have a professional hockey team to call your very own or whether you are taking over the holiest season of the year, regardless of what you find yourself doing, I would, of course, urge you to remember it's deck hockey. Don't be that guy. Thanks, everybody. Boom, boom, boom. Hey, I can't hear you. Um Oh
1: now I can hear you. That was really odd.